Hello everyone, <laughs> this is Anastar with Irene and Mary Malone on Truth Revival Ministries where we speak the truth that will set you free and it will ignite revival in you. And I'm yeah. happy that you all are watching today. Yes. Yes, please like and share the broadcast. Take a minute. I will take a minute too. Maybe 30 seconds. Please like and share the broadcast. Honest Hour with Irene and Mary Malone is really focusing on families, supporting families, supporting parents, supporting children. Irene is sharing her heart as a 12 year old in a household with two parents, father, mother, and a little baby brother. And she goes to a Christian private school. She attends church. She is ministering at church. She has a mission field at the school. So she brings from different aspects of her life, whatever the Lord has put on her heart. So, and it shall be an encouragement for families, parents, children. So let other people know that Truth Revival ministry exists honest hour exists it it's honest hour because irene speaks from an honest heart this is truth revival ministry where we speak truth so when my husband and i are online we never prepare together and irene and i we never prepare together i let her prepare and then we come together and everything you see is life is not that we talked before nothing so when i ask her questions or she looks at me or whatever this is not everything is honest so you see the real deal how we would sit together at home and talk so we want to make it as authentic as possible to you so you also see how we interact as daughter mother mother daughter so right now yes. we have pastor mary's sister and elena from Switzerland and Pastor Martina from Switzerland staying at our house right now. And they actually, they came in yesterday afternoon. They came in, yeah, they came in yesterday afternoon and they are staying with us. And I'm actually really excited. Mm -hmm. I, it's Pastor Mary's sister's first time in America. And so far she's been enjoying it. Yes. So, that's good. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you, Lord, that today you're giving me and my mom the opportunity to minister Amen. on truth through Bible. I thank you, Lord, that you're giving us the opportunity to speak truth so that it can set people free and ignite revival. I thank you, Lord, that you're opening the hearts of all the people that are watching. I thank you, Lord, that you're using me to... And that you're speaking through me to the people that are watching. I thank you, Lord. That it's not my words that are coming out of my mouth, but it's your words. I thank you, Lord, that me and my mom will flow together in perfect unity in this broadcast so that people can be receptive to hear what you have to speak to them today. And I thank you, Lord, for it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Zodi Alvarado's on Instagram. Hello, yes. Alvarado family. Yes. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. I love it. You can see now the manifestation. It's what is the anointing on us as a ministry mm -hmm. is family restoration. Yeah. You can see 
we can see it how we on time to pray in the morning and truth talk and the people now i can see more and more it's it's also your topic yes we attract who we are yeah and the people we attract these people it's family restoration praise the lord family restoration that's what it is god is good amen yes so okay you talk as much as possible (laughs) the title for today's lesson this lesson six if you haven't watched the other five go back and start from the beginning so that you know what honest hour is about um and the title today is you are who you hang out with Nima probably has heard this multiple times because Pastor Jordan says it like every Sunday. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's the title. And our main scripture today is Proverbs 12, verse 26. And mm-hmm. if you have your Bibles, get your Bibles. If you're in your house, if you're on your phone, go to the Bible app, do everything you can to get to this verse. And if you're taking notes, write this verse down. And it says, the righteous should... Choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Say it again. Can you repeat it slowly? It says, (laughs) The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Very simple. Yes. It's different here. The, The consistently righteous. It's not just the people on Sunday. The consistently righteous man is a guide to his neighbor. I like that. The consistently righteous man or woman is a guide to his neighbor. That's powerful. But the way of the wicked causes others to go astray. Yeah. Well, mine's very simple. She, the my mom has the Amplified Classic. I have the New King James, so... No King Jameson's simpler. So, as you know, Honest Hour is a broadcast mainly for kids, but parents can watch so that uh, they know how to teach their kids in the ways of the Lord. That was from, not last week, that was from last, last month. Yeah, last time. And in the scripture, you see the righteous. It says the righteous. So, what are the righteous and what what i believe in and whatever i was taught that the righteous are are people in right standing with god and people who have turned their back on the world and have decided to follow jesus and i like the amplified classic a lot because that verse goes in more depth and it says the consistently righteous so not just you go to church on sunday and you act christian and um, and right standing with God on Sunday, and then you don't live it Monday through Saturday. It's the consistently righteous. So the righteous, meaning you go to school and you're telling your friends about Jesus, or you're saying, hey, I don't like the way you talk like that. Like, can you not talk like that? Because I'm a Christian, and I don't believe that you should say those types of things. Those are wrong. That is helping us. Oh. And... <laughs> <laughs> That verse is from Proverbs twelve twenty six, Dad. Mm. And so it's consistently righteous. So if you're at school or if you're 
hanging out with your friends on the weekend, you can say, hey, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. It's not just for Sunday. You're living it every day. And so those people, the righteous, the consistently righteous, choose their friends carefully. Why do they choose their friends carefully? Well, it says it right in this verse. It says, because the ways of the wicked leads them astray. Or what does it say in yours? The way of the wicked causes others to go astray. But what, what for me, you know, with my understanding in English, yeah. I'm still, this is for me, the Amplified Classic here is a complete different, how do you say that? Like level? No. It's because it says choose, the word choose. Yeah. Okay. Righteous choose so that their means friend. you That means you choose friends. But mm-hmm. this says the consistently righteous man is a guide to his neighbor. So let's say you are the righteous, I am. Then I'm not even choosing friends. I am the guide for my neighbor. Yeah. And that, now I'm going to see, preach, goes back with your tech, with your message. You are who you hang out with. And remember yeah. what, I don't know, I, I say that a lot to all of us. And I told you and dad, and I don't know where I picked it up through Jonathan or another man. Mm-hmm. I, do not, I do not attract who I want. You attract who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I attract who I are. Who am I? Who, who am you, I? Who, yeah. Who, who I am. Okay. I attract <laughs> who I am. am. Yes. Not what I want. So that makes more sense with the consistently righteous person is a guide to his neighbor. Yeah. So I am actually the guide. And that means I attract. Yeah. Which also means you're the example. Yeah. Yeah. So and you are who you hang out with. Go back to your version. It says the righteous choose their friends, his friends carefully. Should choose his friends should, carefully. Should. should choose his friends carefully for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Yeah, because it, that means if you choose a person who is not righteous, who has a wicked heart, yeah, the wicked heart of that person will lead you astray. Mm-hmm. That's what that scripture says. Here it's on the opposite. It's like a consistently righteous person is a guide to the neighbor. Then we have to go to who is your neighbor? Like we just shared about yeah. school. You are at school a Everyone lot. Everyone you're around yes. is your neighbor. Yes. So the question is, the people who are around you constantly, are they influencing you? Or are you influencing, or are you influencing them? Yeah. Which is a really big question because yes, it depends. Because you attract who you are. So if you're influencing others in a positive way, or are they influencing you in a positive or negative way? It's who you are that you attract. Yeah. Okay. I, I so, would like, even you can go further soon, yeah. because I know you have a lot of experience in, at school. Mm-hmm. And we went through a lot of different situations. And because yeah. I know your heart, and I also know the weak part of your heart or your personality, where the devil tries to use you through other people Mm -hmm. because you love people and you are very compassionate 
the devil is sending people in school to actually use your compassionate heart and sometimes in these moments you don't act you you are the lord changed your lot and you are much more mature now but because your compassionate heart your loving heart your heart you care for people the devil wants to use it to influence you through other girls who want to manipulate you or use you and in the moment you just see oh i want to help i want to help they need help like last week yeah like last week so but actually it's it's in the wrong motive so that's why you need discernment um you attract who you are you say it again always repeat you are who who you hang hang out with and then we actually need to talk about what does hang out mean how does hang out look How, how does hang out look like because when you are with a person you can be with a person but you influence the person not yeah. she's influencing you but hang out for me that word is anyway this modern language hang out actually for me it means you are who you let let yourself influence yeah. so when these girls at school who have a raw motive who want to be around you all the time because they see your anointing they don't even know it's the anointing yeah they see your good good nature heart they want to be you around you but actually they are not really your friends they want to use you so this is a huge topic then do you influence them because you have a righteous you live constantly righteous do you influence them with your constantly righteous living or do they have more power to influence you to slightly slowly in a sneaky way lead you astray yeah yeah so that's a huge topic thank you kumari that's right discernment and guard your heart i wear my heart on my shoulder as well this is kumari yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah one thing is 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 prayer you have to pray yeah that's then Proverbs 4. You have to 20. pray to guard your heart. Yeah. Guard my heart, Father, help me. Because often we don't see it. We just want to help and have compassion. We are very similar in a way. I just have more ex- life experience and and went through more hurtful stories. <laughs> and I learned now better to discern because I love people and I want to help. But then you need to discern. Yeah, I'm going to let you continue. Okay. So, <laughs> where did I leave off? I left off. Okay. So, it says, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. So, what does it mean, the wicked? Because that's not a word we use all the time. Yeah. And some people use it as meaning cool, or some people just mean it as wicked, like what it means. So, in this context, what I got out of it is it means people who aren't Christians or who are sinning and are not righteous, who aren't in right standing with God. So I know this is more of like a church topic. We don't usually talk about it like outside of church, 
but what does it mean in our everyday life? How do we apply it? So maybe you are in a public school or a Christian private school, and you have classmates around you that gossip or they say foul language, they cuss, or and you need to either separate yourself or if you can't separate yourself because you're surrounded by them every day, you can stand up for what you believe in and say, hey, I don't like that you talk that way. Or um, it's not right, so can you please stop? Like, I don't like how you talk like that. And you can bring a Bible in. You say, I'm a Christian, and the Bible that I believe in speaks against using foul language or gossiping. The I remember you telling me in one of the letters that Paul wrote that he used gossip as the word devilish. Yes. The, so the Greek, the Greek, the Greek word. The root word is devilish, diabolos, diabolos. Yes. Yeah. And it means devilish. Yeah. So if you have girls around you or even boys around you that gossip, you need to separate yourself gossip from them. about who? Other people. Okay. Or just yeah, like anything. Good. I just want to hear. Really? Yes. Uh, you need to either separate yourself from them and say, hey, I don't want to hang out with you anymore because, or I don't want to be like around you. I don't want to sit with you at lunch anymore because I don't like how you talk about this person. And I don't believe that it's right to talk about people like that because I have, this isn't in my notes, but I have people in my school and, you know, usually it's girls that do it, but there's a group of girls in my class that gossips all the time and it's not even gossip sometimes they just like make up random stories of people that are in our class that they don't like and they make up stories and tell everyone and then it ends up coming to that person and they're like I never did that and then they feel overwhelmed because they don't know how to react to it so what is it it's not even it's, gossip what is it, it? It's making the up. world. It's, it's very simple. Like right? lying. Yes. It's lying. It's yeah. lying, not lie. Yeah. It is lying. You make up a story about somebody else. You are telling lies about somebody. It's not even yeah. gossiping. It's not like the gossiping is like you did something wrong and I know. And now when I express, I did you hear Irene yesterday? Yeah. She did this. My goodness, how can she do that? I mean, this is so stupid. I never thought about that. So that's gossiping mm -hmm. behind your back because you did you did yeah. something wrong. But, but making stories is telling lies. That's even another, yeah. another level. And even there's like one boy in my class. I'm just going to talk about last yes, week what go, happened. Go. So last Friday, I go to a Christian private school here in Lithia. And in this Christian private school, there's two girls that like each other. And one of them had a seizure on Friday and ended up having to go to the hospital. Well, those girls that gossip and lie about other people started telling everyone in the school. And then there was one boy in our class who says he was friends with that girl, but the way he acts doesn't show true friendship. He went around telling everyone, oh, so-and-so went to the hospital and she had a seizure and she's he's telling everyone and like laughing about it and I got grieved I 
my spirit got grieved because I was like, that's not right. You shouldn't be laughing about that. And you shouldn't be going around telling everyone, especially because he was like adding on to the story. He was like adding on parts and taking away parts. So he was lying. Like he was there whenever it happened. So he knows everything that happened. But he was like adding parts to the story, adding parts to the story and taking away. And that's another form of lying. If you aren't telling the whole truth, you're lying. And you need to separate yourself from those people. I don't hang around those people. I usually like to sit by myself, but there's people that sit around me during lunch or I can't separate myself whenever I'm in the classroom because I have classmates. So you just need to try your best to stay away or stand up for what you believe in, for what the Bible says that you should do and not talk like that. So why do we have to separate ourselves from those people? Because I used to, whenever I was in the world and backsliding, I came up with the excuse that, oh, well, I can get these people to know about God if I hang out with them. Well, they were influencing me and I wasn't influencing them. And that's one of the reasons why you have to separate yourself because I was on the, I went to a public school in Pennsylvania and I got friends that, friends that weren't really friends and they were lying, cheating, stealing. They were like doing shady stuff like, stealing their parents vapes and vaping on the bus and like doing all those crazy things that I was a part of and I you know just said oh well I hang around these people because I can tell them about God well they were influencing me in a bad way where I was lying a lot and I started to believe once you start lying a lot you start believing the lies that you tell so I started believing the lies that I was telling myself, like, oh, I can get them to know about God. Well, that was a lie to myself and to everyone else. And then, like, lies, simple lies, like, oh, I did my homework. Like, I would be at my grandma's house a few days a week. I would say, oh, Mimi, I don't have any homework. Well, I was getting to school and I was having to finish up my homework, like the small lies. And that leads to big things. And that's for another day. That's my whole testimony. Yeah. But you need to, like I've been saying this, but you need to separate yourself from those people or you will become who you hang out with. That's what we were talking about right before the broadcast. It's not just you are who you hang out with, but if you hang out with the wrong people, you will become who those people are. Or even if you hang out with the right people, you will become good or you'll become bad, like worse. And so that brings me to my second scripture, which is Psalm 1, chapter 1, verse 1. And there's like, there's benefits to hanging out with the right people and sharing what you believe in and standing up for what's right. There's benefits So I'll read what it says in the New King James, and then I'll have my mom read it in the Amplified Classic. So it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the paths of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. So it says, 
blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, which basically is people who sin. That's as simple as it gets. People who sin are living in the world and aren't Christians, haven't accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Those are the people who walk in the counsel of the ungodly. So a righteous man won't do that, and you'll be blessed. So it says, nor stands in the paths of sinners. So you won't associate yourself with sinners. Like, I try my best to hang around people that I know I can influence, and I know that they won't be able to influence me in a negative way. So I won't purposely say, oh, those people are, you know, being bad and cussing and gossiping. So I'm going to hang around them because I like that type of stuff. I won't stand in the path of those people. And it says, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Well, whenever I'm imagining that, I mean, my school, you can either in middle school and high school, if you want to sit outside, you can sit outside for lunch. If you want to sit inside, you can sit inside inside so there's picnic tables outside and all of last year whenever I went to that school I always sat outside no matter what if unless it was raining and then I would stay inside and I sat at these picnic tables with girls from my class that I knew weren't going to gossip they weren't going to cuss and I could influence them in a positive way and when it says sits in the seat of the scornful, I literally imagine, like, since I know my classmates, I can see them sitting at the picnic tables outside or even sitting in the cafeteria with people who are sinners, who are scornful, and becoming like them. People who were, as you can say, pure whenever they first came to the school, and then by the end of the year, they're sitting with all these people who are cussing and gossiping, they become like them. Mm -hmm. And that's just, in my opinion, that's not right. And that's what the Bible says. So this is huge. Yeah. You can see he put it up there. Dad. Okay. But um, who knows where is the scripture in the Bible? It's in Proverbs. Surround yourself, like be around wise and you become wise. In German, it says, Umgib dich mit Weisen, so wirst du weise. Where is that scripture? Be around wise, become wise. Surround yourself with the wise and you become wise. It must be in Proverbs somewhere. So I forgot and about Proverbs where it is. Psalms? So Psalms, Psalms or Proverbs. Okay. I thought it's Proverbs. But it this like is Proverbs. actually one of the early scripture in German. I learned very early be around the wise you become wise and wise wisdom is actually knowing god's will know how to act according to god's will yeah. not just knowing god's will but acting accordingly is wisdom so that means if i am surrounded with men and women of righteousness who do not just preach the word of God, do not teach, but actually live it. And I'm surrounded. I become like them. So 
in general, we are talking. We are not talking about outreach. We are not talking about reaching the lost. Yeah. We are talking about the normal daily. And before I'm going to read that, when when you had that topic, the first thing I was thinking. When we talk about hang out, yeah. who are the people you hang out, hang around the most? Yeah, yeah. I'm asking you. Oh, um, me? Yeah. Well, it's mainly the girls from my Bible study. No. Or you. Yeah. And your parents. my family, yeah. Your parents. We're talking about hanging out. Yeah. Hang out, open your heart, let somebody influence you. The people who you hang out the most is that and me. Yeah. And now Joshua. And who else? It's very important because that's the scripture. Hang around or be around wise people, you become wise. Yeah. Who is here in the house often? Men, women, God. Yeah. yeah, they're the most wise of the head, the head of the house, the most yes. wise. No, we have a, you can share. You don't have to say names, yeah. but share about what kind of people do we have here in the house all the time. We mainly have men and women of God from, mainly men of God, from other countries, from mainly from Africa, but like no, from just, all over the world. No, no, not just that. Who is here at the table fellowshipping with us, eating? Pastors. And pastors, ministers. Yeah, evangelists. Yes. It doesn't matter, Nigeria, South Africa, yeah. Switzerland, America. But we have so many people all the time at our table. Yeah. For lunch, for dinner. And that's who you're always around. Yeah. And you hear all our conversation. You hear everything. They trust us. They share their hearts. You are listening a lot. We tell you. Yeah. Listen, learn, because this is that's a huge privilege because you can learn from all the stupid mistakes they made or they talk about people who made it and you learn and you listen. Yeah. And then you hear all the great testimonies of these people in ministry, with, with people. So you hang a lot around us and these people. And that's the one who influencing you and that helps you to grow. So that's yeah. for you a very special privilege. Not every child in that age has that. So that also helps you to, to grow and learn. So now here, yeah. my goodness, blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous. I found it. You found it? Yeah. Which one was it? Proverbs 13. 12. Yeah. I was in... Proverbs 13. Proverbs 13, 20. Good job, husband. He who walks with the wise I will be wise, but... The companion yes, of fools yes, will be destroyed. That's what I meant, wanted. Yeah, it's very simple. It right and that's what we have. We, we walk with a lot of wise men, people coming here in the house. We yeah. don't have fools in the house. And if we allow one, then he will be out soon. So, yeah, that's what it is. It's very important scripture. Okay, blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and en what is that word? Enviable. Enviable. Yeah. Is this really what it means? Yes. Enviable. Yes. Enviable. Wow. Ability to be envied. Wow. Yes. Wow. Is the man or the woman who walks and lives not in the counsel ah of the ungodly? That's the same scripture with. 
Proverbs 13, 20. Yeah, following their advice, their plans and purposes, nor stands submissive and inactive in the path where sinners walk, nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gather. That's deep. Yeah, that's really deep. Just do a whole series, a series about that. Mm-hmm. It says there, nor stand yeah. submissive, inactive path where sinners walk, nor. Actually, I like the words, like how it says submissive and inactive. Yes. That's something you did. That's why yeah, it speaks I, to you. Like in the past. Yeah, because just... they were all older than me, so I always thought that's how you're supposed to act. Yeah. Like whenever I was in Pennsylvania at public school, that's how I thought I was supposed to act. So I would submit and be. I was spiritually inactive. I was submit submitted is submitted a word? Yes. Submitted submit. a, under them. And I was inactive because they were my examples. They were my role models. And that's why I became who I became. And what was the true deep lack or motive why you did it? Because you you cannot be spiritual much like with whole with you with yeah. your whole story you it can. was not possible because of your upbringing the first few years and what happened with mom so but now as yeah. you well, I don't want to speak it out you have to, what is the motive why do deep motive why you were passive or inactive or submissive today what was the true the true motive behind well like to simplify it it would be because i wanted to be liked or loved yes. i like had that lack that's right that's very key can you repeat it too i wanted to be to simplify the whole reason why or the key was because i wanted to be liked and loved by someone because i didn't have like people around me that i thought loved me yeah it was a lack of love so you wanted to please yeah i wanted to please people so that i could be liked and loved because i thought i didn't have that yes and accepted yeah because i thought i didn't have that yeah because there was no mom yeah for a while and dad was working hard and so that's a normal lack a child needs love from their parents and and when you get love from the parents and then having encounters with jesus what does it do to your to yourself? What does it do? It makes you it makes you feel loved and it like I don't I don't want to say it fills a void. Yes. But like it fills yes. it fills a void in your heart. Like that's what happened to me. It fills a void in my heart that yeah. I didn't think was possible to fill. Yeah. Because I was just trying to fill it with everything from the world. Yeah. But whenever I have people like my parents that love me. And whenever I do get in touch with Jesus, it's like, I don't need to be accepted by other people. Yeah. So what was it leading to? Because now you're in the beginning, you were teaching to them, you know, you have to stand up and take a yeah. stand. And Why can you do that now? Why? Because you know who you, you know who you are, ah. because there's people around you that love you. Uh-huh. And, and what, how does this look like also? What do you mean? Yeah, that's like, good. What do we do 
that shows you being loved or so that you can actually stand up or um, what happened that you are now able to stand up and take a stand and, and separate yourself that now you don't need them anymore. Um, how can you do that? And what happened that you can do that? Well, first it was me memorizing all those scriptures and like actually getting into the word and seeing what it says about me. Yes. What is that? My identity. Yes. Which so tell them. Yeah. It's the reason you can stand up and like take a stand for what's right is because you know your identity in Christ. Mm. So what happened? With who did you hang out the last two years? I hang out with my parents. Forget about parents? I hung out with... You just said before a sentence. What did you do? I read the word. Uh-huh. What is the word? The, like the Holy Spirit. What well, is the... Who is the word? Jesus. Yes. I hung out with Jesus for the past few years. Yes. You hang out. You were hanging out in the word. Yeah. And then we speak the word over you. And we teach you. Mm-hmm. And we speak truth into you. No, you are not stupid. You are intelligent. You have the mind of Christ. You are courageous. You are bold. You have the Holy Spirit. You are smart. The Holy Spirit reminds you of everything. You are strong. You are bold. So we speak it. So when we see you are believing lies or you speaking lies, we confront you. And then you have the word. You are in the word. Then you go to Sunday. You have the word. So you are influenced and you hang around people who are in the world. The people who come here in the house are people who hang around the word. Yeah. So everybody who comes and they are hanging around in the house, they know the word, they know Jesus. So they also speak the word Jesus into your life. Mm-hmm. So you are surrounded by people who hang around Jesus. Yeah. And that made you confident. And you got to know who you are in Christ. Now you don't need other people that you feel loved or accepted at school and now you open up. So now you can take a stand because you know what's right and wrong. Yeah. And you take a stand. So <clears throat> as an advice for, it's an advice for parents, but also an, an yeah, advice for, yeah. for, yeah. Parents. You are not done yet, right? No, I'm not Go. done. I have, Go. Okay. Go. Um, so I do have something for parents. So now I'm talking to the parents that are watching because I know there are some parents watching because your kids wouldn't be on your account without your permission. Yes. So you need to know, first of all, who your ch- child hangs out with at school or maybe even at church. If, like, even at the river, you need to know who your children hang out with. If they go to public school, private school, who's in kids' church, you need to know and ask questions you need to ask the right questions because your children your kids feel safe around you they'll they trust you so they'll tell you things whenever you ask them the right questions holy spirit led questions and you need to know who they hang out with because just like me my mom passed away whenever i was six so she wasn't around And my dad was working a lot, so I didn't have my dad around. So no one really knew who I hung out with. And that's what got me on the path of backsliding, hanging out with the wrong people, and making me, how do I explain it? Making me, like, 
fall deeper into sin than I was supposed to. And yeah, that's what I had for the parent. That's what I had written down. But you really need. It really hurts me whenever people like fall into backsliding because I know what it's like and I know how the devil can like make it seem that it looks right, but it's really, really wrong. And it just grieves me because I know that I went down that path and I don't want anyone else to go through what I went through. Yeah. But, and I know there's a lot more people out there with a lot worse things that happened to them, but just knowing my testimony, I don't want, I explain, I already said it, but I don't want them to like feel what I felt. I don't want them to feel unaccepted or un, like not loved. I don't want them to feel like no one cares. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it goes back to parents. It goes it back to parents. You know, it's not about, it's very simple. It doesn't matter. It goes back to the parents. The word of God says the parents are supposed to raise the children in the ways of the Lord. It's very simple. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I, I became... A stepmom, so I like the word in English. In German, I don't like it, the word. It's stiefmother, or then I don't like it. But in English, I actually like the word stepmom, even there is a negative association with that word. No, stepmom. I had a revelation when I was just freshly married and say, Lord, now you need to teach me. I need wisdom with Irene because she already was nine and a little bit older, nine and a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. So now she had already a, a story. She had a mom. Then she had a loss of the mom. So there was there was still things going on because spiritually I was a pastor. So I could see already she needs to be set free and she needs healing. But next to that, how how can I give her what she needs? So Thank God, and that is now for the parents, because I was confident in Christ. Yeah. I knew Rabba Santa. <laughs> because I went, I was a, a, a Christian woman for 16 years, radical walking with the Lord. I was spending time a lot with the Lord in the Word. I knew who I was in Christ. And I knew when God places me into Irene's life in my husband's life, and we knew it's God, then he has given me the grace, the wisdom, everything I need to be what she needs me to be, even I didn't feel like that. So that's for every mother who has a, a own child. So it was, but it was my confidence in Christ, in the word and in the Holy Spirit, he will help me. He will help me. He will show me exactly every day. And this is now a word for you parents. Maybe you are a single mom. There is no father. There's no husband. You can do it because you have the word who makes you wise. You have the Holy Spirit, your teacher, and he's also your comforter because there are moments your daughter or your, your, your children don't understand. Your children are not supposed to comfort you. <laughs> And also not always your husband, okay? So if you don't have a husband or you say, oh, you have a husband now. I was a single Christian woman for 17 years. I didn't have a husband hugging me. And my husband is not the first person 
who comes and comforts me. He's not like that. He's very different. Okay. He's a very good loving man, but he's not coming. He doesn't even see some, oh, maybe he sees, but then he's not acting. Okay. So I still feel sometimes single in the moment when I go through a trouble. But you know what? I was a single before. And what did I do? No, I was not a single. I was married to Jesus and I'm still. So Jesus, I go to Jesus. So I don't have to burden my challenges to my husband. Or on Irene, I go to the Lord. I can help me. Jesus, help me. Holy Spirit, I need wisdom. I'm challenged with Irene. And Irene and I, we went through a lot of challenges. Not big ones, but constantly challenges. Not big ones, but constantly. Who can lead to frustration on both sides. Okay? And the same for my husband. I'm my husband. I know. I'm talking here. He doesn't say it. But because he knows I'm officially not the biological mother. But now I am the mother because God has sent me to be her mom. And I can see fruit since the last two now years. Everybody sees the fruit. But that doesn't mean that I have challenges. I'm superwoman. No, I'm not. And my husband also don't, doesn't want to pressure me because I'm officially not, but I am the mother. You understand? So there are a few challenges. We need the word of God. Okay. So before I didn't have a husband, now I have a husband. There's, it's, it's much easier in certain areas to have one. Huh? But there are also some new challenges that I didn't have before without one. <laughs> and then I have suddenly a daughter out of nothing, out of nowhere. So it doesn't matter. There is no excuse for you. You have the word. You become who you hang out with. I hang around the word. I listen preachings, teachings. I go to church during the week. We are listening to preachings. We are listening to revival today. Um, the word, Adalis, uh, Pastor Jonathan, Pastor Adalis, Pastor mm, Rodney, Pastor Donica. Irene is under Pastor Jordan and his wife, and they pour so much in her. So they pour in us. We learn, we grow. And we listen to their testimonies. We listen to their stories. We have the word. We have the Holy Spirit. You seek the Lord. There is no excuse for you. I'm this, I'm that, or I went through that. Okay? So Irene had such a transformation and change in just two and a half years. Yep. She is now influencing at the church. She's influencing. Yes, you are the perfect husband. That's the truth. And we have no challenge. Yes, that's awesome. That's why I was. Talking. Yes, amen. When you have the Holy Spirit, okay, you can. Let's. I don't want to speak. I. Uh, you understand. This is truth talk. This is honest hour. This is truth around ministry. I know myself before I was married, and before I was a stepmom, and before I had this baby boy, Joshua. Okay. So. I remember me before. And right now we have two guests, my sister and my best friend, Martina. They know me. My sister knows me since ever, since I'm a baby, since I'm born, because she's five years older. But then Martina knows me since also a long time before I was a Christian. But then she became a Christian. So since 2009, 13 years, Martina, I, and Elena, since 2010, she got saved. 
We walked together. We went through a lot together. And every circumstances we had, we had to seek the Lord, Lord, we have to forgive, we have to walk in patience. Always the same thing. With this family, it's nothing new under the sun. It's the same. It's always the same. You ask the Lord for wisdom. You forgive each other. You ask the Lord, give me the love I need to walk through that. Help me. I bless my, I want to be a blessing to my husband. I want to be a blessing to my daughter, to my son. I pray every day, Lord, I know my role is to be a wife and a mother, but not just a wife and a mother. You know what my heart is? I pray. I don't even pray, Father, thank you that you help me to be the wife that my husband wants me to be. No, I never pray that. I pray, Father, help me to be the wife that he needs me to be. Help me to be the mother that Irene needs me to be. I don't even know. She doesn't even know. That's why we always humble ourselves unto God and ask him for help. And while we are walking together, while we are living life together, we are learning. We are growing. But on both sides, on each side, we are seeking God's wisdom, correction. Here, here. That's what we are looking for. Okay, what does the Bible say about this situation, about a mother, about a wife? about a daughter if you go back to the honest hour in the beginning she was talking a lot about how to honor parents i encourage you parents watch watch that with your children so we all in our different positions need to humble ourselves and ask the lord for wisdom advice and guidance and leading mm -hmm. okay you're okay. gonna round the end up Okay. <laughs> Wherever you want to go. So, I'll just. Should we do ways to give? Or no, we? you can go into. If somebody's watching, who yeah. thinks, who are they? What are they? They have never seen us. They don't know who we are. They don't know what we do. Okay. So, then you can go back to your first scripture. Yeah. Um, um, the righteous. Yeah. How that's what I was going to. Okay. That's, so, that's good. as it said, maybe you came on this broadcast today and you've never seen Honest Hour or Truth Revival Ministries and you saw me and my mom and you said, what's this girl, what are these two ladies doing? And you clicked on it, interested, and you just couldn't, like you couldn't take your eyes off of it. Well, in the first scripture that I shared today from the Bible, it says, the righteous should choose his friends carefully for the way of the wicked leads them astray so maybe you aren't so-called righteous maybe you haven't accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior well i'm here to tell you that the bible says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god and the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible also says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Mm -hmm. Meaning, once you call on his name, you'll be saved. You'll be in right standing with God. You'll be righteous. And if you, maybe number one, you've never given your life to the Lord. Maybe you've never 
asked him to forgive you of your sins or number two maybe you have like I did whenever I was four and then I once I was six I started backsliding and I started progressing (laughs) and (laughs) I started progressing into the world and you just don't know if you'll if you die today that you might go to heaven or maybe the third reason is the devil's just been lying to you saying, hey, you aren't really saved. You won't really go to heaven. You know, you aren't really righteous or in right standing with God. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's a lie and you can make it right today. You can make sure that you'll be on your way to heaven. Mm-hmm. And I want to invite you to say this prayer with me. Just say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me, Wash me and cleanse me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Set me free. Jesus. Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. That you died for me. You died for me. I believe. I believe. That you died on the cross. That you died on the cross. And that you're risen from the dead. That you're risen from the dead. And that you're coming back again. That you're coming back again. For me. For me. Fill me. Fill me. With your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion. Give me a passion. For the lost. For the lost. Give me a hunger. Give me a hunger. For the things of God. The things of God. And a holy boldness. And a holy boldness. To preach the gospel. To preach the gospel. Of Jesus Christ. Of Jesus Christ. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven. And I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus. Because I have Jesus. In my heart. In my heart. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I tell you today that all your sins are forgiven. Always remember to run to God, not from God, because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. This is Honest Hour. You can come on. It's one, one Thursday a month. And last month we didn't have one. So the last one was in August. So just make sure to look for... Time to, time to Pray with Mary Malone. Faith has a voice with my dad, who's in the back right now. Um, Faith has a voice with Robert Malone on every other Wednesday. And Truth Talk with Rob and Mary Malone. It'll be on the screen. That's also every other Wednesday. And ways to go. Yeah, how can we pray for you? You can email. Um, what's your email? Truth, Mary at truthrevivalnow.com or Robert at truthrevivalnow.com. Yeah, so you can contact us. Tell us how we can pray for you. And I'm serious. Whenever we pr- whenever we say we'll pray, we'll, we'll pray. And You can make a kingdom impact by partnering today. Go to truthrevivalnow.com forward slash partner. And if you want to sow a seed, you can go to truthrevivalnow forward slash give. You can also give on Cash App. Is it dollar sign truth revival? Mm -hmm. Dollar sign truth. Look, I'm learning. Yes. Dollar sign truth revival. And also on PayPal, I think. PayPal. And do we have? We don't. Yes, have, we yeah. have PayPal me. Yeah. PayPal. It's Cash App. Yes. 
you can send in you can send in a check to PO Box three. Lithia, Florida. Is it Lithia, Florida? Lithia, Florida. Three three five four seven. You can just check out our webpage yeah. or something. Just check out our webpage. Yes, please. Keep Nina in prayer. Keep yes. Nima in prayer during Kindergrants. Yes. Oh. Wild parties yes. and bad behavior. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Dad, I just now got that. Yes. Yeah, funny. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Do you want to finish or okay. I finish? You can finish. Okay. Then, Father, I just thank you right now for Kumari. I thank you for her daughter, Nima. I thank you, Father, for restoration in their relationship, like you did between even us, me, and Irene, and my husband, and as a family. I thank you, Lord, that you are the, the God of families. That's your heart. And I thank you that you place good influencers into Nima's life, into Kumari's life. Thank you, Lord, that you show them what to watch, what to listen, so they can be influenced by godly men and women and godly families who impact them, to give them a vision and a hope, a future. I thank you, Lord, your word says it, that you have a plan for them that is good, to give them hope and future. I thank you for your word who is full of wisdom. I thank you, Father, for every person watching who is a parent, who has challenges with the children or with the husband or with the spouse, I thank you, Father, that you restore and heal. And I, Father, even thank you that you can use Truth Revival Ministry, Truth Talk, Faith as a Voice, Time to Pray, Honest Hour, that you can use us as a family to help other families to bring healing and restoration into their families. I thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy on our lives, on our ministry. And now this is flowing into everybody who is listening, learning, and growing through this truth. I thank you, Father, for Truth Revival Ministry. I thank you, I praise you, and love you, and honor you. This is Truth Revival, where we speak the truth, we teach the truth, we preach the truth, and this truth shall set you free and ignite revival in your heart. This was Honest Hour with Irene and Mary Malone. Together, you will see us in November. We will announce it. Check it out. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. We will be here when we are back. Jesus. Kumari, uh, if your daughter is still, Nima is still here. Nima, just approach Irene or you yeah. approach her. And Irene can be a good friend. Irene has a pure clean character. Yeah, just come yes. come up to me during church and yes. talk. Amen. We love you. Instagram too. Everybody, we love mm -hmm. you. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye bye.